Let's talk about a struggle many of us know all too well, losing weight. Remember those days when everyone was on a juice cleanse or just basically hangry all the time? That was no fun for anyone. Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to shed those pounds. Today, I want to introduce you to Row Body. It's not your typical weight loss program. Instead of all the gimmicks, they offer access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. But here's the real deal. They pair these shots with simple lifestyle changes, helping you lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Plus, over 200,000 people have already seen results with Robody. So what sets Robody apart? The support. They handle all the insurance stuff for you and give you access to a provider whenever you need them. And the best part, you can sign up online from home, no doctor's appointments and no waiting rooms. Say goodbye to those days of hangry juice cleanses. With Robody, losing weight is straightforward and sustainable. Take that first step today and say hello to a healthier, happier you. Kickstart your weight loss journey the right way and head to ro.co slash I do. That's ro.co slash I D O. Sign up today for just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Remember, medication costs are separate. That's row.co slash I do. Hey, Love Tribe. Today's episode is brought to you by one of my personal favorites, Cozy Earth. They've got something special for all the mothers out there. So anyone who wants to shower the special woman in their lives with love and the comfort they deserve, listen up. Hands down, Cozy Earth has the best sheets, bedding, pajama sets, and more. So today, I'm excited to share that Relationship Advice listeners get an exclusive 35% off discount. Simply go to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do at checkout. The first time I tried their bamboo sheets, I was blown away. The comfort level is insane. I just love slipping into their seriously soft and cool sheets after a long day. And for a mom who knows that the struggle of sleep deprivation is real. Cozy Earth's temperature regulating technology has been a lifesaver. No more waking up sweating or freezing. But what really sold me is the quality of the bamboo sheets. They are by far the most comfortable sheets I have ever slept in. They are made to last years, which they have. I think at this point, I have about six sets of them. And they have a 100-night sleep free trial and a 10-year warranty. So you know you're getting something that is going to stick around. So if you're ready to prioritize your sleep health and treat yourself or the mom in your life to the luxury she deserves, head on over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code I do for an exclusive 35% off because every mom deserves a good night's sleep. And with Cozy Earth, you can finally get the rest you need. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. I had a great conversation with 
Damona Hoffman, and this was her third time on the show. She first came on way back in episode number seven when we were still in the single digits. It's hard to believe we are approaching 400 episodes, so pretty cool to have her back on. And Damona has been coaching singles on how to find love online and offline for over 15 years. And her articles appear regularly in the L.A. Times and Washington Post. And she's a regular on-air contributor to the Drew Barrymore Show, NPR, and NBC's Access Daily. She also has her own podcast, Dates and Mates, which is also approaching 400 episodes. And it is always a pleasure to talk to Demona. And today, her and I get into dating and particularly online dating, what she's seeing Coming up in 2022, she works with OkCupid, so she has access to their data. So she gives some really great tips on the things that are working and not working in people's profiles that they're seeing in the data and other things that she's learned through coaching her clients in particularly online dating, which is how most of us are dating these days. So really a lot of great advice, and I love Demona's energy and enthusiasm for the topic. I know you guys will too. As always, thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy today's show. Hi, Demona. Thanks so much for joining me back on the show. So glad to be here. Thank you. In the pre-show, we were talking about dating and how the peak dating season is start of the new year through Valentine's Day. I did not know that, but certainly our listeners may not have known that, but may be feeling it because they're like, hey, I, I want to date. I'm, I'm trying to start off the year good. And we could talk about maybe why that's the peak dating season, certainly. But thought we could have a conversation about dating in 2022 and what that looks like. Obviously, we got the pandemic still affecting our personal lives, dating lives tremendously. So let's dive in. Maybe we could start with having you tell us why this is peak dating season. This is a really interesting time of year. As a dating coach, I've been doing this for over 15 years. So I always see the cycles. In January, there's a big peak. It's New Year's resolutions. It's uh, everybody coming back from the holidays and having their grandma ask them like, why did you bring anybody nice home this year? And then Valentine's Day, of course. We're in the lead up to Valentine's Day. So all those pressures kind of create this magical stew of peak dating season. And the highest number of singles flocking to dating apps in particular to find love. And this is a really interesting peak dating season this year for two reasons. One, because the first Sunday of the year is always dating Sunday. That's when when we see a big spike on OkCupid and all the dating apps see this. But this year, it's January 2nd is the the first Sunday. So it's kind of close to New Year's and a lot of people aren't really back to their daily lives yet. So we're anticipating that there are actually going to be two peak dating, two peak days for dating Sunday, two dating Sundays. There'll be the second and then also the ninth. The other thing that's different about this year, as you mentioned, um, there's been a little something going around, <laughs> a, little, a little pandemic. Unfortunately. So, yeah, unfortunately, it just keeps dragging on. And I keep thinking, this is this is when we're going to finally turn a corner. But 
on my podcast, Dates and Mates, I take questions from listeners and I've started to get the questions again with Omicron variant. Well, now how do we date? How do we connect with people? It's not really feeling comfortable to do that offline right now. So people are back to dating apps. They're back to virtual dates. They're back to this kind of pre-2021 way of uh, of dating again. It's going to be a very interesting dating season. So you mentioned your podcast, Dates and Mates, and you are over 400 episodes and fast approaching that at 360 something, depending on when this airs. What have you learned? You know, obviously hosting a podcast, I'm a bit different from yourself. I, I don't do any kind of coaching or give advice. I'm just kind of listening and enjoying it right along with our listener in the sense of taking in this relationship advice and trying to apply it to my life. And I was curious as someone in a similar field, getting all this information and then using it with clients, getting questions, what are the big takeaways you've had? And then maybe we could tie that in to people that are listening that will be dating in 2022 as how they can approach their dating life. And then we can dive into some of the data as well that you have from the OkCupid side. Yeah, uh, it's been very interesting seeing everything evolve. Look, I met my husband online before it was cool. Before we would even tell people that that's how we met, um, actually 18 years ago. So online dating has been a thing for a while. And when I came into the scene as a coach, the system was very different. Like even at that point, people didn't have... um, They didn't have smartphones, like that was the biggest disruptor for the online dating space for for the longest time. But first, it was just having cell phones and being able to then take the dating app with you. Then when you look at the swipe technology, making it so easy to connect and to just get online very quickly and then start matching with people and talking to people, that was kind of the next big wave and the next big disruptor. And then we had COVID. So so those are like the big tentpole moments. And then when you consider culturally how many changes we've been through, and you know, we're talking about the last 15 years. That is not a whole lot of time to see these rapid evolutions. So culturally, things have shifted into, you know, people on having more um, awareness of, you know, there's the, the Black Lives Matter movement and Me Too and so many, uh, so many things politically that have shifted that absolutely do impact dating. We also see just the way that we've communicate that we communicate has shifted today. So a lot of times people will say to me like, "Oh well, I hate online dating. I don't like using the apps. I never meet anyone there." And I think that it's not so much the app as it is the way that you're using it. And a lot of times people aren't frustrated with the app. They're frustrated with the communication because they'll stay on the chat or texting someone for weeks and weeks and weeks and then never actually move offline. Or when they do move offline, they have set themselves up for disappointment. So we have to really consider the way that our communication has shifted and the way that we just are relating to one another shifting as a factor in where we are in dating today. What would you tell someone who's listening who's like, yeah, that's me. I'm frustrated with the the swipe culture and online dating, but maybe they're just 
taking the wrong approach or they don't realize that they have the power to change the way they're communicating to attract different people or maybe change their um, bio, things like that. What would you tell them? Well, Chase, I think you nailed it in your question, actually. First, just adapting this growth mindset that this has been my experience up to this point, but it can change. And I always tell my clients, it only takes one. <laughs> it only takes one. So when when you really dial in to understanding the dating process, and I say dating process, not because I'm non-romantic, but because I really look at it as over the last 15 years, I've boiled it down to a series of steps that when I take my clients through it, every time their life shifts. And most of the time, within three months, they're in a relationship. And many of them have said, oh, I've been doing dating apps for five years. I've been doing it this way. I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> and they they adopt that growth mindset that they can learn a new set of skills. But that's the first thing we have to agree on, that dating is not magic, that chemistry is... Well, this might be a leap now, but that chemistry is not uh, does not equate to compatibility. And that we that dating can be learned it is a skill set that usually we are not taught and you have to be be either experience it enough yourself to develop the strategy or be shown the strategy if you want to change your outcome before we continue on we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors Money is one of the biggest stressors in relationships. While worrying about it doesn't help a ton, Earnin actually does. Our sponsor, Earnin, is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Many couples end up fighting about finances, especially when surprise costs arise. Earnin allows you to seamlessly deal with that unexpected trip to the vet or the last minute gift for loved ones without any stress, letting you and your partner focus on what really matters. Earnin is helping millions of Americans to feel self-sufficient and to worry and fight less about money. All of this without debt trap, mandatory fees, or credit checks. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download Earnin app, type in relationship advice under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's relationship advice under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. When you work full-time, have kids, and run a podcast, it's hard to make time for a multiple-step skincare protocol. That's why I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, OneSkin. Their products make it easy to keep your skin healthy while looking and feeling your best. Let me repeat it. They make it easy... No complicated routine, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. If you're looking for skincare products that are simple and effective, for a limited time, you'll get an exclusive 15% off your first OneSkin purchase when using the code I do when you check out at oneskin.co. 
I've been using OneSkin's body lotion for about a month and I've already seen noticeable improvements with small wrinkles and textures on my skin, specifically on the back of my neck and the back of my hands, two places where I get a lot of sun. Plus, my skin looks and feels healthier all around. It's all thanks to OneSkin's revolutionary OS-01 peptide, the first ingredient proven to deactivate aging cells responsible for lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin. Unlike traditional skincare products that only mask symptoms, OneSkin pioneered a new approach integrating tissue engineering and cutting-edge science to enhance skin biology for lasting resilience against aging. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using the code IDO at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with the code IDO. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. What are some of those strategies? What are some of the biggest things you see people doing wrong that you fix and then they start to get the results that they're looking for? Ah, uh, you want the secret. <laughs> oh, yeah. We want, <laughs> I, our listeners, you know, they, they're like, tell me. Tell me. Um, well, I'm happy to give my secrets. I give them away every week on Dates and Mates. But I'll give you some of the top line, top line things to consider. First of all, your dating profile is not your Instagram. It is, it is a calling card for you specifically for dating. So one, I'm not a big fan of linking your Instagram to your dating profile because they have different functions. You have to sort of curate how you share information with people and let them earn information as opposed to, this is just everything about me. Take me as I am. <laughs> if you can't handle the baggage, then just get out. <laughs> and look, we all, you know, I say baggage kind of flippantly, but you know, we all have stuff. We all have experiences that shape us, whether it's from childhood or from past relationships or, you know, just the dating experience today. Those all impact us in the way that we move through dating. So if we can just take a step back and say, we're just sharing the information on a need to know basis in the dating app. And the dating app is just your calling card. That's the that's to get them in the door. And that's what, what I call in my program sourcing. This is like where we're finding the dates. And then we move into screening. But a lot of people put the screening step first. So they say things like, uh, don't even message me if in their profile, which actually we can see at OkCupid, those the people that have those those kind of messages in their profile get far fewer messages than those who don't. So you think that you're setting up a filter, but really what you're doing is setting up a deterrent for anybody because it feels like you're carrying the baggage. It feels like you're already judging them or you know screening through them before they've even had a chance to see if you're a match and see if, if you would be interested in them. I also see that there are way too many photos going on um, dating apps. And a lot of them also are not current. So I was saying earlier, the, the, the cell phone has been the, the biggest change. The smartphone has been the biggest change for dating apps because I, like, I'll tell you a story, Chase. The, um, when I started online dating, 
And this is, again, not that long ago. But when I started online dating, we didn't have smartphones. So for me to get my photo onto the dating app, I had to, very embarrassingly, go to Kinko's before it was even FedEx Kinko's. I had to go to Kinko's and scan in my photo. That, first of all, is super embarrassing. Second of all, is a it expresses a high level of intent, right? <laughs> so that was a very different experience than you have you have a HD camera in your phone. You can take pictures at any time. So while before, even 10 years ago, a two-year-old photo might be able to fly on a dating app, it doesn't fly now. You have to have current photos. You have to have a curated selection of photos. I really like about five photos, four to five photos to just tell enough of your life story for them to get to know you better and take take initiative to match with you and message you. Um, on some dating apps, they they require more or allow more. But I I think sometimes less is more. <laughs> I don't know if you would agree with that statement. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Especially if you have to go into Kinko's to scan them and upload them. <laughs> Seriously, like most mortifying experience of my life. And like, I didn't know what I was doing. So I had to ask the guy that was working there, like, can you help me? And I'm like, he's going to know. He's going to know why I'm scanning my photo. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> but I mean, that's another thing that is worth discussing. This this single shame. I see this a lot. And I talk about this on Dates and Mates all the time. Like, there's nothing wrong with you if you're single. It, but if if you allow all of these messages to to fill your mind with you know i'm not i need to find a partner to be happy or like i haven't fulfilled my life if i haven't found my person it's going to feel it's going to feel really um it, very intense and you're going to start to feel shame around the fact that you're single you know, especially as you get into your late 30s, 40s, or 50s, if everybody around you is partnered up and you're not, you start to think, well, what's wrong with me? And I I just want to take the pressure off for anyone who's listening that is like, that's how I feel. That it's it's not you. I mean, maybe it's you, but it's probably not you. It's a combination of of your strategy and the way that that you've presented yourself. And then sometimes it's just clarity, Chase. Like, I'll ask people, what are you looking for in a match? And they're like, well, I don't know. I'll I'll know it when I see it. You know, someone that I have chemistry with. And I'm like, well, have you seen it? <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I thought I was in love so many times before I met my husband, but it it's there's a difference between chemistry and love. Chemistry is is it it's infatuation. It's an initial, you know, it's an initial biological chemical reaction, but it has nothing to do with true compatibility. You mentioned the data from OkCupid that people that are getting fewer responses. I forget. What was it that they had? Um, if they say oh, don't the filter, yeah. don't message me if. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's great information to know for our listeners. What are some other things like that that they're seeing on the back end through the data that are big red flags that are just kind of not working? Great question. And I love to use the data to inform my advice to my listeners and clients because when I know what's working, like this is what we do with dating strategy. We 
try certain things out. We test different primary photos. We test the result. We talk about after dates, how things went. And we look at dating as, as an opportunity to learn more about ourselves. So if you can learn from somebody else's mistakes or from some other, some other uh, trends that, that we've seen, then that's just going to shortcut the process for you. So some other things that we see are... Um, gosh, there's, there's so much. But obviously, politics has become a bigger factor. Than it than it was when I started online dating. You know, we used to say, "Don't talk about politics on a first date." But now it's actually become a primary filter. So on OkCupid, we've seen a ten percent increase in political terms and user profiles just in tw- in twenty twenty one. And of course, it wasn't even an election year. So when you think about the midterms, or you know, in twenty twenty two or twenty twenty four, there's no question that being politically aligned is going to be one of the biggest dating deal breakers this year. And I'd love to say like, we can look past that. But what people are doing, again, it's it's thin slicing. It's it's screening. It's looking at, at these... Looking for shortcuts to be able to, to screen through all of the possible options online. So that's, that's, that's an interesting... That's an interesting tidbit that that I discovered. Um, we're also seeing a trend towards um, sober dating, which I I like. I, a lot of times, I talk about dry January being a thing, but we're actually seeing a big a big spike in in people saying using terms like sobriety, sober dating, and that I think is a trend that will continue. Like especially coming out of the pandemic where a lot of people focused on health and wellness and self-care, we are coming through with a different awareness of how we want to live our lives. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. If you're tuning into today's show, you're probably aware that mental health and relationship challenges are a part of life, but they don't have to define you and you're not alone. If you've ever wished that you could join a conversation with an expert and call into a show in a similar vein as relationship advice, here's an opportunity for you. If you're navigating something messy, call the Dr. John Deloney Show. His show recently hit top five of all podcasts on Apple Podcasts and for a good reason. With a PhD in counseling and two decades of experience sitting with people, Dr. Deloney brings practical advice on how to connect with others, face depression, overcome anxiety, and find true wellness. This caller-driven show tackles real-life issues from relationships to emotional well-being. Dr. Deloney walks alongside people just like you as they navigate tough decisions. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney Show is here for you. Send your questions, leave a voicemail at 844-693-3291 or email askjohn at ramseysolutions.com. They want to talk to you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney Show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on our website. Do you want to know one of my favorite meals? 
It's a slice of toasted bread with tomato, mozzarella, basil, olive oil, salt and pepper, and a little drizzle of balsamic glaze. Makes my heart happy. It's so simple. It's so delicious. And I love that all the ingredients get to show off their individual flavors. I used to eat it all the time as my easy go-to meal. And then all of a sudden, there was a ton of messaging out there telling me that I shouldn't eat carbs and that I shouldn't eat bread and that bread is bad. And I hate to admit it, but I cut out bread entirely for the longest time. And it wasn't until recently that I started to understand that not all bread is created equal. Hero Bread makes those same delicious favorites free of consequences or compromises. They've remade carby, empty calorie bread products into fluffy, delicious versions that include no net carbs, zero grams of sugar, and fewer calories, plus protein and fiber. I highly recommend that you give their bread a try. They're giving Relationship Advice listeners 10% off when you visit hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. I was so excited to discover Hero Bread. It's truly amazing. And they've made a product that is tasty and soft while having zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams of sugar and high in fiber. I'm not going to lie. Their white bread is so good and it makes the best tomato and mozzarella sandwich. Last week, Stella and I were back in Florida visiting our family and we all walked to the lake and the only bread we had in the house was Hero Bread. So we grabbed a slice, walked to the lake, and by the time we got there, Stella had eaten the whole piece of bread and of course, wanted more. So the poor ducks didn't get any Hero Bread, but Stella did. Since I had cut out bread for a while, every time I ate low-quality bread, my body felt bad. It felt bloated and I didn't feel great. But with Hero Bread, I feel good after eating it, which makes my life so much easier because now I can go back to my easy grab and go sandwiches when I'm on the run. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code I do at checkout. That's I do at H-E-R-O dot C-O. It's going to take a long time to unpack everything, not just obviously the, the introduction of this technology, which was a slow thing, but certainly changed the way we date and are in relationships. But obviously COVID going on two years now, it's really upending everything. So I think in some ways it, it might be one of the harder times to be dating and trying to figure this all out before the dating apps. It's it can be frustrating, you know, trying to meet someone, you're tired of going out, but it, it's a bit more one dimensional. And now, you know, you have the dating apps and there's a lot of value there, but it can be confusing, frustrating, the paradox of choice. There's so many choices. <laughs> and now obviously the pandemic has just upended everything. How do you talk to your clients who might just be feeling overwhelmed by these different factors and, and maybe feeling a bit just down on the whole idea of, of finding a partner to, to settle down with? Well, first of all, I get it. I get why, why it would be exhausting and overwhelming to, to think about right now at this moment. Um, but I do find with the new year comes a new energy Every, and this is this is every year. So, <laughs> so uh, I 
I have hope for your listeners that they're going to feel the wave of this too. And what I always tell my clients and listeners is just to just to listen to yourself first of all. I don't want anyone dating from a place of of feeling exhausted, feeling lacking in their life, feeling like you know they're not able to really show up as their best self. I want people to be able to to date mindfully. So if you are just like on absolute burnout, I I tell people just take a break. But give yourself a date that you're going to come back to it. So take all the apps off of your phone for a week. And it's it's funny cuz when we look at, you know, the way technology impacts brain chemistry, uh we also it can be making ourselves m- more tired unnecessarily by doing some things that are so normalized in society. So for example, keeping your notifications on, on your dating app. I have my clients shut off notifications and only then check, set a time like every day that they're going to check or every other day. They'll check for messages because if you are constantly waiting for that ping, you get a a little... dopamine reward every time you get you get a message from someone and then what happens when that message doesn't pan out into a date or something real you get you you get disappointed and that leads to people being more discouraged and more depressed you brought up the paradox of choice which i people often bring up in relation to online dating there's so many options now how are people ever going to choose? But I mean, you've been doing the show for a long time. I know you've seen that people are still falling in love, right? People are still matching and and finding their person because there does come a point where you you want to choose, where you create where the desire for partnership and connection and nurturing is greater than the the prospect of finding someone quote better. And so I really don't see as much of the paradox of choice playing out for my clients um, as the media would like for you to believe. It's something to be aware of, certainly. But I really see dating apps and and the technology that we have to connect and communicate across the globe as a huge benefit to dating and relationship culture. Like I have a lot of clients that have met someone long distance and have moved their whole life and and changed their whole life because they met somebody on on uh, social media or they met someone on a dating app that was not even possible 20 years ago so when you look at the opportunity from my perspective the opportunity really outweighs the possible risks and frustrations and the downside of having so many choices. Of course, I am a maximizer, not a satisficer. So take that with a grain of salt. (laughs) Well, that is a great change of perspective, right? Rather than looking at the frustrating side, it's like, look at all the potential opportunity and certainly a valuable way to frame it. Are there any other major things that, that you see coming down the pipeline or just things that maybe you're seeing from your clients or from your conversations that people could take into this new year? There are so many. And I know people want like the really nitty gritty, like, just tell me what to say, Demona. What should I put in my profile? So I'll give you a couple of those if people are looking for a profile refresh. 
Um, first, we want to stay positive. So, you know, we've been talking about the benefits. Try to bring that energy into your dating, dating profile. Um, there are certain words that do really well. Of course, only use them if it's authentic to you. But words like food, travel, music, those do really well. I like to tell a story through profiles when I'm crafting a profile for someone. So rather than make, thinking of it as a list, if you could tell a story about the concert that you can't wait to go to when the pandemic is over, about the last concert you went to, or about the first concert you ever went to, that can evoke feelings of, of connection and sort of paint a picture of your life that's more valuable than just listing out like, I like music. Well, what kind of music? Tell me. I want somebody who's funny. Well, what's your sense of humor? Specificity is really key. Um, we also want people to be open. And so there's a definite trend towards people wanting authenticity. We've seen this in the last few years, you know, and even on OkCupid is we've shifted from having usernames on the profile to having real names, real ages, <laughs> and, and having, having people kind of take down the walls of, of, I need to be this way to be attractive and dateable. But when you are your, your true self, that's, that ultimately is the most attractive thing. And that's ultimately the goal, the goal to attract somebody who wants the real you, to attract somebody who wants... You know, I, I tell my clients about the, the factors of long-term compatibility. They're shared goals, shared values, uh, communication and conflict resolution skills, and trust. And the thing with a lot of those elements are that they can't be determined on a first date. We have to practice slow love. We have to get to know someone over time and reveal ourselves and allow them to be revealed to you. So my advice for the pandemic and for, for our, however long we're in it and hopefully also for the future is just to, first of all, slow down. And then to focus on connection. I, I talk to my Dates and Mates listeners about empathetic dating all the time seeing where that person is coming from. And even if they're not a match for you, like honoring them for what time you've shared and not carrying any frustration or, or disappointment with you over to the next opportunity. Each person is an individual and each opportunity is a new chance to start over and maybe find that person that will unlock a new feeling and possibly even a new life for you. I love that, Demona. And... That is just a really great place to to wrap things up and give our listeners some hopeful, inspiring ways to to look at dating in twenty twenty two or maybe you're you're with someone now, and that's important to just kind of realize for all of our relationships, right like the empathetic dating you could say empathetic listening, you know that person your neighbor might not be your best friend and they might not have value directly to you, but, but listening and, and gaining that human connection, uh, we certainly need now more than ever. So thank you so much for coming back on the show and having a conversation with me. Before we wrap up, can you tell our listeners where they can find you online and if there's anything you want to leave them with, and then we'll say goodbye. Well, first of all, thank you for having me back. It's always a pleasure talking with you. I do the Dates and Mates podcast every Tuesday. We have new episodes. Yes, we are coming up on 400 episodes, which 
blows my mind. Um, you can find that wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, looking up dates and mates or going to datesandmates.com. And you can find me online at Damona Hoffman on all the socials. And finally, you can download the OkCupid app if you're looking for love. Check it out. It's it's free. A lot of people don't realize it's free. So you could be online and looking for matches and figuring some of this stuff out as you listen along to Dates and Mates. Thanks so much, Demona. Our listeners can find the links in our show notes and at idopodcast.com to everything you've mentioned here today. And thanks again for coming back on the show. Thank you. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, all the links to the guest as well as any of their recommendations will be in the show notes page. You can find the link to that in the episode description or by going to idopodcast.com. Click on the podcast tab up at the top and you will have access to all the episodes that we've ever done. There are over 300 of them. Uh, and while you're on our website, if you haven't checked out our free 14-day happy couple challenge, we really hope you do. It's a free email challenge that we send to you. It's 14 days of fun, easy, doable challenges to help strengthen and improve your relationship. And if you're looking for something that provides a little more help with working on your relationship, whether it's improving intimacy or communication with your partner or just bringing the spark back, we would love for you guys to check out our online course, Spark My Relationship. We're offering $100 off to all of our listeners if you go to sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. We've worked with over 15 psychologists and therapists to create the real life tools and strategies that they are teaching their clients. So we wanted to give them to you. It's a self-paced online course that can be done in as little as a month or up to three months. You can really decide how much or how little you want to do with your partner or maybe just yourself. So we hope you guys check that out. It's sparkmyrelationship.com forward slash unlock. Have a great day. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com.